The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Hello, how are you? This is Jim the Keys bartender. I uh, had to go to, I didn't have to say ah, but I had to go to Miami to have my some recall work done on my work. And I hate doing that because a lot of times the reason they do the recall work is some convoluted equation that it's likelihood that the recall will not affect you. But you know it will affect you when you get you have to go up to a dealership that's 46 miles away an hour and 15 minutes one direction and you have to spend the whole day there and I should have known it they said their work could take three to four hours actually it only takes like an hour and a half two hours telling by when they started working at it working on the problem and when they had it taken down it was two bolts fuel rail bolts uh, bolts on the fuel rail and they throw in a complimentary tire rotation I told them I had to bought new tires like two weeks before but this is not a bitch session this is not the keys bartender bitch session those you might think it is and what I did is I did a little excerpt maybe I'll play that in there uh, when I got up there so I took the earliest appointment they had available and I asked them what time they open up. They they said I had an 8.50 appointment and I said, what time does your service area open up? It's a quarter of eight. So I figure I'd get it there first thing in the morning and get the first thing done and then go and do something. Yeah, me with being smart. Well, obviously traffic wasn't too much and everything and I got there. I got there like a couple minutes after they opened 10 of 8 and I had nothing to do so what I did is I dropped it off and I figured I'd go for a walk I have an Uber app and I know there's malls nearby but I'm not much of a shopper and I would get that aimless middle aged man walk around looking in the stores I guess I could go into Brookstone that was always a thing like the technology store or the Tesla store to look at. I don't know if they even have those anymore where they display a Tesla, you know, from the frame on up where they break it down. And, you know, the genius bar, I guess they call it for Apple. I could look, I could have went to those. That would have been, I should have went, I should have went to the mall. That's what I should have done in retrospect. Because yesterday, Thursday is my day off, and I fortunately I didn't have any work that day scheduled for my side business. So I figured I'd go up there, and I I knew there were shopping centers nearby. So I went and walked three miles one direction, went and had breakfast, stopped in a store or two there. God, 
I'll tell you something. There's a reason why these places, those discount places like Big Lots, they buy these things and they sell them for cheap. It's because people don't want this shit. And people that buy, I'm just thinking of the psychology. Why would you go into a place and buy your crap? Like a dollar store I get if you're getting paper towels, paper products, uh, balloons, notebooks, pens. I get reading glasses, a dollar dollar a pair of reading glasses. You can you can put them any place and just leave, you know, no big deal. You know, you you lose one, you don't really sweat it out. It's not like a hundred dollars. Once things reach a certain dollar amount, you start getting like a little annoyed that you lose them. But a dollar, you know, if I get, if I lose ten pair of dollar reading glasses, it's really no big deal. I know it's. If you're fucking younger, you say, why are you wearing dollar reading glasses? Well, when you need them, you need them. And I don't like reading, I don't like wearing glasses all the time. So I go up there. Once again, the long story, it's for those two things. Yes, and I know whenever they're doing recall work, they're looking for something else. And they ended up finding something else. It was some of my, uh, we used to call them idiot lights, but they're warning lights on the dashboard. And it was because of a module, a speed control module, and they ended up replacing that, and that cost me a little, little extra money. But I'm there. I go and do all that walking and stuff. I figure I spend about two and a half hours. I took my car at eight. I get back at ten thirty, so it's two hours and fifteen minutes from the scheduled time. But they actually had it two hours and forty five minutes. I'm thinking, ah, oh, they, they may be well into the way of doing whatever they have to do. As it turns out, they didn't even start it. I understand they want to get people there so you can just leave the cars there and they can just pick and choose when they're going to do the cars. But I I have I have a problem with people making appointments for you and not making the start time of what you're dropping it off for a priority. Meaning if you're asking someone to drop a car off at eight fifteen Start working on it before lunch. Right? It's not a lot to ask. I understand it's different, you know, and people are dropping things off that day. But I made, I think I made the appointment a day and a half before as soon as I got the recall letter. I got the recall letter. I called up the place, find out when I can make an appointment. And I took the earliest appointment. You know, I'm I'm a bitch. But they ended up doing it. And I understand that they have a reasoning behind it. But it didn't really help me. And I explained to the guy when I dropped off the car. He says, listen, I live in Key Largo. I don't have an option. I don't have work up here. My home is an hour and 15 minutes south. And in order for me to get home and back, I would have to you know, either rent a car or do something like that, leave it overnight. I could have done that. I could have done left it overnight and paid, paid for a rental car. When, that's what I should have done. Next time, just rented a car, go back, or went to a movie or something like that. I think they would have had it done at 4 o'clock if I didn't say anything to them. <laughs> they would have done it at 4 or 5 o'clock. But they had told me 3 4 hours, and I thought they were giving themselves a buffer, and I figured I'd sit around for an hour. And it turned out I got it was I was there a total of 6 hours, 6 and a half hours. And the people were looking at me, going, what are you still doing here? I said, well, I live in Key Largo. What do you, what do you want me to do? And the guy says, well, when you get an Uber to go someplace, I said, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I'm like, they make plans, you know. I get, I mean, I don't spend time because it's the way I'm not, 
like that person you know that could go to a mall and walk around for three hours. That's not me. But I guess I could have went to a movie or something like that, which I should have thought. Man, there's no fucking good movies out there. I could have went to a museum. I went and ate. Went to IHOP. That was funny when I went to the IHOP. I should have recorded it when I was... There was virtually maybe eight people in there. But they looked busy. You know, doing pickup and you know, people were... I guess they're serious in Miami. So I, I eat my... I go in order. I get... I go to IHOP and I don't want pancakes. What are you going to do in the middle of the day? You eat in the morning. You're going to sit and eat like three carb cakes and then you're going to pass out the rest of the day. And here I am sitting around. Maybe I could have done that if I could have had a place to just take a nap. You know, that's what I needed. I needed one of those fucking motels. There's no tell motels to pay for the hour. Just walk in there and say, listen, I want it for five hours. And But I didn't want to get bed bugs and shit like that. There wasn't a lot of those around either. Just to go in there and take a nap. I would have, like, some easy chair someplace to just sit, sit. I just want to take a nap in the middle of the day. That would have been the best thing. Eat a, a shitload of pancakes, go to IHOP, eat a shitload of pancakes, get some easy chair, go to, there was a bunch of furniture stores. I could have went in there and said, hey, listen, I'm going to test this easy chair when I buy it. So here's 50 bucks, just leave me alone for about three hours. Put on my headphones and sit there and listen to a podcast and fall asleep in the middle of the store. That's what I should have done because it was where we got our new couch. There's three furniture stores, you know, within a mile of the dealership I went to. So I ended up having everything done. Oh, I mentioned the IHOP. When I was leaving the IHOP, I see a bunch of people waiting near the host stand. There's a, two benches, two long, you know, twenty foot long bench and a twelve foot long bench, and there's. It looks like there's eight people waiting, but they didn't look like they were all together. I'm thinking, wow. As it turned out, they're waiting for pickup orders. They're uh, to, a couple of them were to go order people, and a couple of them were like Uber Eats drivers. And you know how much I love that stuff. And one guy is bugging the manager, a man of. Asian Indian descent, and he's saying, listen, I just got off the phone with the person. They ordered it five minutes ago. Uh, I mean, they ordered 10 minutes ago, and it should be ready now. And the manager says, I saw the order come in. He goes like this in his accent, broken accent. His voice is raised. He goes, it was it was five minutes ago. You're going to have to wait. It's not done in, instantaneously. So here we are, the delivery driver, who has other food, delivery, you know, food deliveries to make, and he's thinking about his money. Right? Every time he does a delivery, he makes money, he gets tips and stuff like that. Anytime he's waiting around, he's not making money. I mean, I appreciate the gung-ho attitude of the guy, but I don't appreciate the guy bugging someone who's trying to do the job. And, you know, they're already losing money. I hop is already losing money on these orders. Whatever. 10, 15, 20%, whatever deal they have going with them. And then you're bugging... Uh, job that's thankless and difficult and you got some asshole delivery driver and I hate to say that bugging them so don't bug them you know what it's just like all the different restaurants all them have their own different ways of doing things 
and they're not going to do things the way you want it. If you're waiting for delivery, I used to wait for deliveries all the time when I deliver pizzas years ago, years and years ago. When I deliver pizzas, just waiting. I just said, all I wanted to do was run out there and make deliveries because when I made deliveries, I made money. I loved it when the owner was there because the owner always says he loved it when the deliveries were going out too because all, all, every time deliveries were going out, he was making money too. But not necessarily people's objectives or goals don't line up. So the short order cook who's making the food for the Uber Eats order does not give a shit about your order. He has another 10 orders to make. He doesn't give a shit that you're waiting out there. You're an Uber Eats driver and you're waiting to get the order and then you have like 10 other orders to deliver. And it's breakfast rush and everyone wants the same, you know, everyone wants to eat at 9 o'clock, right? Or 8.30 or 8 o'clock. Fucking just like in the restaurant business. Just want to come in, 7 o'clock. And you got to fucking, you just got to sit and wait. I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry to be brutal. But if you go in a time when everyone wants to eat, that's going to be the time it's the busiest. And they don't bring people in. They don't bring extra people in for the extra hour because they know they got a shitload of people. They got too much staff at five o'clock. Restaurants have too much staff at five o'clock. Now, five o'clock for a bar, I'm busy. I'm very busy. I'm busy five to seven because then I can get people sitting at the bar that want to eat too at seven o'clock. But I'm busy. But the rest of the floor staff, people aren't busy. That's just the way it is. That's the way it's going to be today. Today we're going to roll in. I'm going to roll in around quarters four. And then, uh, you know, it's going to be happy hour for the next three hours. And then we got people that come in and sit at the bar and eat. And then I'll have people come in right at 9.30, quarter to 10. Though Fridays, you know, it's weird because traffic hasn't been that busy. We just assume because I talk to, we get limited information from hotels. And you wonder, if the hotels are all booked up through April, shouldn't every restaurant be full just like they were before, the week before? Well, as it turns out, perhaps that we don't have all the answers because of the different way people travel nowadays. There's some people that always feel comfortable only going to hotels and traditional rental properties, going to real estate agencies, vacation rentals, and things like that. They may not feel comfortable doing the Airbnb thing yet, though it's going to get more and more like that. So perhaps the hotels have dropped their prices. And so we got a lot of hotel people, but we don't have as many Airbnb people. Airbnb people may not drop their prices that quickly. They may just lock into their prices and they think they raised their prices because it was so busy and they said they had so much money. Now they realize there's a dearth or a lack of reservations. Who knows? But now... I'm going to, I haven't used the Airbnb thing yet. And here I've been talking about it all the time, right? Well, this, in the next month, I have to go up north to visit my father in the next, within a month. And I want to go and see my father. And uh, where I'm going to probably make it so it coincides with my daughter has a trip with her school out of the country. Yes, 
her eighth grade school trip is to Costa Rica. That's, you know, we're in the Florida Keys and, you know, Florida Keys has a high, I mean, it's just, it's because of the cost of living. I get there's a lot of parents that live here have money and when when people have money, they get these field trips that kids go on are a lot further away, right? And you can't, I know people say, well, it'd be a cold day in hell before I send my kid to another country. Well, just think of this. Your kid with all her friends going to school, you'd want her to experience the same thing and not want to make her feel, or him, feel as if they can't do things that their other friends can do and that they're being neglected or underserved or, you know, all that crap. So what we did is we saved up and made sure that she can go to Costa Rica with her friends. You know that? That's why we're, we have a college fund for her. We've been making a sacrifice to make sure we have a college fund for her daughter. So when she needs to go to college, it won't be like, sorry, you don't have money to go to college. Well, she'll have money to go to college. That's just the way it is. You know, that's the way we view it. And I know it's different for people that have more kids, but that's your choice too when you have more kids. Unless, I mean, it is your choice. If, if your religion tells you you have no choice to have more kids, your choice belongs to religion. That's your choice belongs to religion. That's where they made the choice for you. So don't worry about it. So the wife and I, we're going to figure we're going to make it a multiple trip since I go up there my dad can't get around too much we'll just be spending I'll try to spend like a day and a half quality time with him there you know doing stuff doing everything we can without running him too ragged because he's not feeling too well and then we're going to probably do something like New York City or Philadelphia something while we're there kind of makes sense to do those things you know, more bang for your buck while you're in, the, you know, up in the air and you're up, you're going 1,200 miles north. So that's how we think when we go on vacation. Where do you want to go? Well, it's because we're in the Keys. We like to go. Our first choices are usually someplace other than a big city, which we like a big city because of the choices. Love New York City. That's when we're in Poland. We like to go to Krakow and, and things like that. We love the country, too. There's nothing like when you're in the country, you want to have things to look at and do things. It's, it's wonderful. But there's nothing like being a big city to have a lot of things to do. Broadway, shows, sightseeing, and things like that. Uh, but other than that, if we want to do a vacation like poolside and all that stuff and beach, we go to a place with a beach. With a beach, a sand beach, a nice sand beach. We like to be near it, too. Because some of these things, when you go to a place and you got to pick, you know, you got to pick, you could be like a couple blocks away from the beach. And that's kind of a hindrance, isn't it? You just don't go every moment. But if you're on the beach, you can go several times a day without too much of a disruption to your, your plans. You go, let's go down to the beach for an hour and a half. Now, if you have to wait 30 minutes to get a ride to the beach, instead of this great place in Naples, Naples, Florida. And they had a big, uh, one of those 10, 12 person golf carts. And they had this big, long, 
boardwalk, about a, it seemed like over a mile from the hotel through mangroves to get to the beach. And it was a beautiful beach. And they had an old restaurant there and things like that so you can get refreshments. Unfortunately, I'm not drinking anymore, so it wasn't a big deal for me as long as I didn't get a bottle of water or something like that. And obviously, I do like to eat, but I'm not big on that snack bar stuff all the time. So, yeah, we were looking for a place to go. We think, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Uh, let's make the most of it while we're going to do it. So we're thinking the same thing. This is where I can get into where I can see the point of view of the people that come down to visit us. When I go, and and it springs into a uh, into memory, the forefront of my mind. These new commercials that are coming out and says, "Don't turn into your parents." I think it's Progressive and Geico do this all the time. It's an ongoing theme: people that buy houses turning to their parents. And I think about all the things like me not using Airbnb yet. People say, well, I don't want to sleep in someone else's place. Well, you're sleeping in somebody. When you go to a hotel room, you're sleeping to a place that's as busy, if not busier, than someone's private home that they rent out to strangers. And I think someone who has a private home and rents out a room may be a little more studious in how they clean it, especially with the comforters and stuff like that, the comforter situation. You know about... You know, there's a, a whole lot of ejaculate on comforters and big curtains. And that's a big thing for the wife. She likes big curtains. She likes solid curtains because she doesn't like the light coming in. I'm like, when the sun comes up, I'm pretty much up. I'm not one that when the sun's high in the air, I don't want the room to be dark. I know it sucks in the, in in this I guess in the wintertime down here, when it, the sun rises really early because of daylight savings time or early or something like that. So it's, you know, six o'clock in the morning. You know, it'd be nice to get up at seven, seven thirty. Me, me, we're going to sleep in tomorrow because it's Saturday and I don't have to be in work till four. And I'm hoping I don't get any phone calls or anything like that till eight. And yeah, eight eight in the morning is me sleeping in. Oh, and this commercial, there's this new progressive commercial where this guy's doing a, a, it seems like a motivational workshop for people. And he opens up, he goes, you, you got up early in the morning. No one cares. And then another time he says, if you printed out the directions to get here today, you're in the right place. I used to do that. One, because I didn't like looking at the phone, but I'm looking at a piece of paper. But I originally, when I used Google Directions, I used to print out maybe 10, 12 years ago, I used to print it out. Because the phone speakers weren't that great then. And they were so tiny. And now I can do it and they just tell you where. And you, you, you know, in most cars, it's already built into it. But you always... You need a heads-up display. You need one like right on the on the windshield. But then you know everyone's going to have a problem with some of the health health or safety problems with that. But the commercials are so funny when you think about it. 
in perspective as you're getting older. And they're doing it with people in their late 20s, early 30s. I'm 57, so I've been there for a while. A long fucking while. It's he. Uh, one of the things he says, the guy in the commercial, he says, the, the waiter, he doesn't, they don't need to know your name. You know, or uh, they, they have these little hand-painted signs and they're all standing around and this girl, woman goes, no fussing, no cussing. And the guy rips a, a board out of her hands and throws it in a trash can. And she goes, oh my gosh, you're like that. So it's, we don't do the hand-painted signs. I understand that's a thing for people with houses and stuff. And there was another one commercial where this young couple moves into the town and there's a barbecue and the woman says, it seems like these people are all our same age, but they seem to be turning into their parents. And this woman's sitting next to a pool with a drink. I said this before, a lady with a sun hat around the same age as her. And she goes, oh, you have a tattoo on your ankle. You don't work. And these other four guys standing around a big mower. And one guy goes, yeah, what do, what do you use to cut your lawn? He goes, well, I have a kid, a high school kid down the street that cuts my lawn. And everyone stops and looks at him. Like, what the fuck, you don't have a lawnmower? And then you see him at the end. He's sitting on the lawnmower and they're all giving him tips and stuff like that. Like he's bringing him into the Stepford Wives. You know, welcome to our community. You're going to be just like us. And I had friends like that. I remember when I was um, in my late 20s, early 30s, my friends were starting getting married. And they were having kids. And they're doing things like dinner parties and things like that. And they're always trying to introduce you to someone, like their sister-in-law or a friend. And they're trying to get you into their cult. It's like a cult. Right? And it's a thing like the mall. I don't like, I don't like, I, I've gone to malls and I sit around and I look at people. And it pisses people off when you're a people watcher. You're just staring at people. But that's what I do. When I go to a store, I, I'm a child now of Amazon. I'm saying, well, if you need something, what exactly what I need is online. I hate trying things on because I know what size I'm going to be if I'm not... I guess with a suit, it's a little different. You got to get the, but rarely have I tried a shirt on and stuff like that. A dress shirt. I get a slim cut now. Now I get a slim cut, and seventeen and a half neck, extra long sleeves. Was it thirty three to thirty four inch length? That does it. I know where my shirts. Pants, pants are tricky. You got to try pants on, but nowadays you can pretty much. Get your dimensions or whatever statistics that you need for clothing. You just get those things and scan your body for that. So the mall thing, the mall things for me is the food court. I like the food court, ice cream, maybe some bakery stuff. Gadgets. I love fucking gadgets. They used to have on one of the... uh, ad boards I listen to ad boards I listen to I follow on Facebook someone in Key West mentioned they used they're from Pennsylvania and they're from 
within a couple miles where I lived, and they lived north of the city of Philadelphia, and it's a popular county, a well-known county called Bucks County, and there was a mall called the Oxford Valley Mall. It was a big mall. It wasn't a super mall, but it was a big mall. It had over 100 stores. It had three levels. And they, it was great. You know, they had the fountains. They had the movie theaters. They had bars in it. Oh, when you get to 220s, like, you have you have little, when you, back in the late 70s, early 80s, you had uh, the game rooms, the arcades, with all the video games. That was great. If you're a kid, you can go, you can go in there. Before they realized there are a lot of pedophiles like to hang out there. But then Mr. Dunderbox, there was this place in Oxford Valley. People say, well, you're like, what stores aren't there anymore? I imagine, I can't imagine Mr. Dunderbox stole the Oxford Valley Mall, but it might be. It was a German-themed restaurant. Really, a chain German-themed restaurant in a mall. Knockwurst, uh, sauerkraut, Wiener schnitzel, all these different beers. You know, just the thing you want. If you're a guy and you're, Going with your wife to the mall. That's where you get to hang out. Mr. Dunderbox. And after a while, that's when, when I got older. My father and I, when I was over 21, my father would take my grandmother to the mall. And I go, I was visiting or over, I'd be going, hey, let's, I'll go with you. Let's go to Mr. Dunderbox, you know. It's funny, my grandmother didn't die, drive, so my dad didn't get shit face or anything. He had one or two, but I'd have more than one or two. Because that's the habit I have when I drank. That's why I don't drink anymore. So I wonder what Oxford Valley Mall is like right now. If any of my listeners up there in uh, Royersford or Willow Grove or Warminster, I guess Willow Grove, you're, the Willow Grove Mall is a big one. And then you have, I wonder if King of Prussia is still open. I don't know. These are things. But I'm not going to go, if we do end up going to Philadelphia, I won't be looking up at the malls. I'd have to be there for a couple couple more days to get down that list to go into the all the old places I used to hang out with. Right now, if we did go up to Philadelphia, if I can wrangle Abby for a side trip to Philadelphia instead of New York, because there's a lot of things to do in Philadelphia. They have they have Broadway shows in there and stuff. Maybe not as many uh, obviously not as many as New York. And I think Broadway is opening shortly. I don't know if it's opening Maybe the same thing in Philadelphia. But there's things to do and there's museums. There's the art museum. Franklin Institute. A lot of things to see. I can show her. And downtown area. That's where I take her on South Street. I think I take her to South Street. That's my my thing. Well, when we're talking about that commercial, we're turning your parents that the waiter does not need to know your name. Well, you know what? I like that sometimes. I like it when someone asks you, when they ask you, "What?" I'm sorry, what is your name? Uh, and they ask your name, and they don't, I don't get why people would ask for, you know, when I automatically ask for someone's name, I'm giving them my name. But I don't get how you can ask for someone's name and not offer yours. That's, I don't, I don't get that. Well, people say you don't need to know. Why Why would you want to know their name if you're not going to give them your name? 
Well, it seems kind of like a power play. I don't really give a shit. When someone does that, when they when they ask for my name and they don't offer theirs, I always think in my head that they're not as congenial as the rest of the people. My name, this is this is my, my wife Kate and uh, my name's Al. And your name? Yeah. My name's Jim. People say, oh, and your name is... And I wait, and they don't say anything. I go, oh, really? And what's your name? I look at them and go, oh, you're taking it back. Oh, you just want my information. Do you know? Because I like putting it in. When I have it, I put it on the head of the ticket. And I'll use it. You know? I don't, people say, how do you remember? And I go, I don't always remember. There's a lot of regulars coming. I don't necessarily know their names. They're not in that often. They don't use them every day. Now, the people that are happy hour people, I know their names all the time. They come in. But that's the way it is. And it's all right. It's all right sometimes to give your name. Because in certain situations... Hi, this is Carol. I'm Ted. And we're here at Applebee's. Four to five dollars. Endless appetizers. Or whatever it is. Yeah, maybe they don't need to know that. You know, you're not... um, if If you're upset that they don't remember your name, then you're going to be upset a lot. Well, we're heading into the weekend. And... Like I said, business is a little off compared to the peak, which is not bad. And there's reasoning behind it. Because whenever we're super busy, we get to the part where capacity meets, uh, goes beyond people's expectations. You know what I'm saying? Like they know it's busy, they know it's going to take a little t- a little more time, but they don't expect it to be that long a time. But what happens when we get to capacity, the times lengthen. They don't get like, just because we're twice as busy doesn't mean we get twice, it takes twice as long. Sometimes it takes three times as long because things build on each other and failures build on each other. So when you fall behind on one thing and you're really busy, you overthink uh, things. Like I am right now. So if you're twice as busy, it could take three times as long to get the food. People get worn out. There's certain limits to people, humans. They can remember to take it and you go around in a certain amount. I don't care what people think that, oh yeah, well, only ordering three things. But when you're really busy and you ask for three things or one thing and they had to go to four or five more tables... And they're telling them one to three things. And sometimes they're big tables. They could be telling them ten things. What's the likelihood they're going to forget? When it increases the likelihood that they're going to forget something. It's just the way it is. And people get pissed off. And then you start getting negative returns. So busy's good. Too busy is not good. Because it pisses the customer off. It drains your employee. It, you don't get proper delivery of customer service. That's just the way it is. I don't like that. I want people to be happy. I don't care. Even if you don't ask my name. 
or tell me your name. But my name is Jim. And if you are in Key Largo, come to Mile Marker 102 Oceanside to the Catch Restaurant and Bar. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Monday through Friday, 3.30, 6.30 is happy hour. They have great deals on food, and f- certain foods and drinks. And they have a wide assortment of seafood dishes and non-seafood dishes. And if you catch your own catch, bring it to the catch. And they'll cook it up to your liking. And uh, remember, we're open seven days a week. We're at mile marker 102. And if you stop by the Catch Restaurant and Bar, tell them the Keys bartenders sent you. Thank you very much. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and family and people that know your name. Remember the cheers thing? Something that seems like the world together sure can help a lot to a place we all can go. And they always know your name. I think you want to go where people go. People are all the same. You want to go to where everyone knows your name. There you go. That's it. The Cheers theme. And if you have any questions, send your inquiries to jim at com. Thank you very much and have a great day. Here's some music for you. <laughs>